Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Nicole is a certified pediatric sleep consultant through the Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. Seven years as a speech language pathologist and two kids later, Nicole found that she could combine her love for working with children with her new passion, getting kids to sleep. She enrolled in CPSM and later started her company, City That Sleeps. With a background in speech language pathology, Nicole understands how to meet families where they are and gently guide them to make the progress they desire. Nicole, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm very excited to be having this conversation with you today. Thanks for having me. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about what your life looked like leading up to you becoming a sleep consultant. So before I was a sleep consultant and before I was a mom, I was a speech language pathologist, which I still am. However, I worked full time in an elementary school. Um, so that was like, you know, 7 a.m. to 2.30, um, five days a week. And then two days a week after school from like three to six, I was working at a private practice. So it was super fulfilling, but it was so, so hectic and busy. I was just like work, work, work. Um, and then I had my first son. And I decided to only work at the private practice um, two days a week. So I wound up just kind of having this shift in my work schedule and how much free time I had. Um, And then I got pregnant again with my second when my first was nine months old and then enter the two under two life from there. And, And then, you know, you have all of this going on. You have this crazy busy life. You're working around the clock. You have two under two and you decide to add certified sleep consultant to your resume. Uh, How come? (laughs) Everyone always says like, you're so crazy, like two kids or, you know, one kid, one on the way, you're becoming a certified sleep consultant. You're already a speech pathologist. Like, what are you doing? You're nuts. Um, And it didn't feel that nuts at the time. Uh, But I, when I had my first son, I had no formal sleep training. Um, I only had, you know, Instagram and what everyone was telling me to do. And and so I tried like the classic one size fits all approach. um, And it didn't work. He, you know, he was not sleeping. And I was devastated. And I missed my old life so much. Like I missed my sleep. I missed my routine. I missed my schedules. I missed going out with my friends. And I felt like I couldn't do any of that because I had to be back to like feed him three times a night. And I was going to be so tired if I didn't also go to sleep at 7 PM. Um, and so I wound up, my friend had hired a sleep consultant and I was just, you know, complaining to her how hard this felt, you know, he's eight months old. When is he going to sleep through the night? Um, and at that point it wasn't really in the cards for me to hire my own sleep consultant. So she kind of was my support system and gave me her tips and tricks. And I wound up getting him to sleep through the night, um, at eight months. And 
it was her support that really was like, oh, I can do this for other people. Like, you know, I would love that. I love helping people. Um, that's what I do for a living. So, you know, let's turn this into another living. Um, one more thing, why not? And then I found out I was pregnant with my younger son and I knew that there was a maternity leave, another maternity leave on the horizon. Um, and I decided like this, we know what better time, like a new little baby that I can sleep shape. Like I'm going to do it right this time. Um, so I went, went for it. And I said to myself, no, you're going to be certified before this kid comes out. So when he comes out, you do all the things you learned, um, see if it actually works. And obviously, lo and behold, it does work. (laughs) He slept through the night like a perfect little angel by eight weeks. Um, And then I was like, yeah, let's get this thing going. I started my business and he was born in mid-November. And by mid-December, I had my first paying client. So that's, you know, crazy, but here we are is another thing on my resume, a certified sleep consultant. Let's shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to talk about your connection in like speech language pathology and then also as a sleep consultant. Like how does that all connect? Where does it all come together for you? Uh, your work that you were doing before you started sleep consulting and how how does that relate to the work that you're doing now? So just in general, like working with parents is like, just as you know, such a sensitive time in your life. Um, So I take what I know from working with parents and I translate that to like all of my clients, like how I'm talking to them, how I'm presenting information and, you know, gently, not judgmental. Um, So that's like a huge piece. Um, But in terms of like actual speech language pathology, um, the toddler crowd and sleep, it's all language. Um, I actually added a part of my questionnaire that I use with my older kids um, to basically exactly what I would ask on an in for a speech client um, on an evaluation. Like, what is their expressive language like? How do they communicate with you? Do they use words? Are they a visual learner? Do they use pictures? Do they use an AAC device? Are they nonverbal? Um, and then what's their receptive language like? Um, and these are really important because we're talking about toddler sleep and preschool sleep. You know, it's usually like having them understand, you know, this is the routine. This is what comes next. This is what I expect of you. If they don't understand that because, you know, they're, whether they're neurodivergent or even if they are neurotypical, why, you know, how are we getting through to this kid? We're getting through to them with language. Um, and I think it's such an important component. So yeah, now when I have my toddler preschool um, questionnaires or I'm talking to them on an intake call, I'm always asking these questions and parents like are so surprised. And I'm like, oh yes, I'm a speech pathologist. Like I have to ask about this stuff. Um, And then based on their responses, that's how I'm creating my plan for them. Like maybe I'm helping them make a visual board. Um, Maybe I'm making them make a picture schedule. Maybe I'm having them, maybe they just are verbal and I can just talk to them all day about it. So based on their answers is how I'm setting them up for success, I guess. Yeah, I love that. I've actually started doing a lot of that myself. I'm I'm working a lot with older kids recently, like two and up, which I just love. When I first started as a sleep consultant, I was terrified 
of this age group. And now I actually prefer like three, four, five, six, seven year olds. And one thing I'm always talking to parents about is that their children understand, even if they can't yes. communicate at, at a very young age, especially with first time parents, I think a lot of first time parents are undermining their child's receptive language capabilities. And, and starting at a pretty young age, most children, you know, one and up, I think, I think one-year-olds, yeah. they understand mostly everything. And, and if they don't, then talking to them about it is what's going to help them to understand in the future. So, you know, a lot of parents with, you know, 14 month olds aren't explaining things to their babies. And, and when you start narrating the day and what's going to happen at bedtime, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to put you into the crib, and you're going to take deep breaths, right? Like all of these things, even if they don't understand it, that's how they will understand it in the coming right. months. And and it's so, it's so important, true. the communication piece. It's so important. And what you said, like about the receptive language, when we think about expressive and receptive language, by one, we expect kids to have their first words. When you, to have your first words, you have to understand them, right? So our receptive language is always so much greater than our expressive language. And it's hard when you're not in this field to like, look at this little thing that could only say like, mama, dada, and be like, they don't know what's going on, but they do. And like talking to them, even at 12 months old is so important. And like you said, like the only way to teach them is exposure. So you have to be talking to them early on, like, and, you know, par I say this to parents and they're like, probably like rolling their eyes. Like this girl's crazy. Like this is, he's 13 months. He has no idea, but he does. Um, and then, you know, I would just, something that came to mind was like sign. We're all about, you know, teach your kids baby sign, like teach them the sign for tired, teach them the sign for, you know, more and things that are really applicable to bedtime. Um, to limit frustration. Uh, so I talk about that a lot too, um, which I think is another thing that, you know, we think about sign around mealtime. Like we don't think about it about bedtime, but it's so important. Um, so yeah, they, you know, like you said, they understand a lot more than we think they do and we can teach them a lot too. So it's super, super important. There's a huge link here that I think is yeah. missing sometimes. Yeah, I love that you're you're using your expertise in that area to really serve your sleep clients at a higher level. It's fabulous. Thanks. One of the objections that I hear most often from those that are interested in this line of work is that they just like don't have enough time. I'm wondering what your thoughts on this are as someone that has a really full plate uh, and and a really hectic schedule. You know, there just isn't enough time in the day ever. And like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> like, it's hard. Um, being just a mom is hard. Um, being just a professional is hard. And then mix the two together. It's, it is, it's hard. Um, I think acknowledging that it's hard helps me. Like, I talk about this all the time to all of my friends. Like, it's okay that it feels hard. It should feel hard. And that doesn't mean you can't do it. Like we can do hard things. So like I said before, I'm a creature of habit. Like I love routine. So I just make a routine for myself. I'm like, okay, from this time to this time is the time that I check my emails and do my marketing for sleep. You know, I'm at work for speech from this time to this time. That's my speech time. Um, 
And this is my kid time. So I really try to like compartmentalize my day and just have dedicated time that I do my things. Um, Weekends, like I use them when my husband's home and he can entertain the kids. I'll sneak upstairs and like get my me time, which is really like going through Facebook and answering questions and like doing my marketing. Um, So yeah, I'm not going to say it's easy, but a lot of reminders on my phone, my calendar, and then just like carving out time for each of my, my things. And, you know, I don't work a full-time job as my, you know, profession, if you will. Um, and that helps, but even if I did work a full-time job, I think it would still be the same. Like, I mean, being a mom's a full-time job, so, (laughs) you know, um, it's just having that routine and like, making sure you set up your day in a way that you can fit in all your stuff and, you know, make a to-do list is so helpful for me. So yeah, but you know, as you know, it's not easy, but it's worth it. You know, this gives us so much flexibility. Um, and I love that I have that flexibility now. When I, you know, you and I are talking face-to-face, we're watching each other on Zoom, but everybody's going to be listening to this in an AirPod in their ear or whatever. (laughs) And, you know, what I'm thinking is when I'm watching you answer that question, just like your whole face lit up, you were so excited and thrilled to have this full, busy life. Like you're in it to me, it seems like you're enjoying every aspect of it. Like, you love your speech work, you love your sleep consulting work, you love being with your children. And you're it to me, it looks like you're filling your life with things that fill your cup, make you happy, serve you and your family. And, and it's like, it's work that you, it's very clearly work that you want to be doing. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is really important because a lot of people who work full-time or part-time who are interested in having a side hustle, whether that be sleep consulting or something else. I think sometimes people jump into something because they want to make some extra money or because they, I don't know, whatever the reason may be. And Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, to some degree, um, in order to be successful, you have to enjoy it to some degree. Like not everything is puppies and rainbows, like not everything is fun all the time. But I think you have to be passionate about it. And you love you have to love your work. Because we already have so much other stuff going on, you know, like if you didn't love supporting families through sleep training, you probably wouldn't do it because you have other stuff to do. Right? Yeah. I don't know, I can just see that sort of like exuding through your facial expressions and your mannerisms that like, you get excited to do this work. And I think that that's a huge component of it. Yeah, I really do. And like, I'm obsessed with sleep. And I was like I said, like, since my first son was born, like, it really changes your whole life. And like, every single time I have a new client, they're like, Oh, this one's different. I'm like, Okay, that's what they all say. And like, then you just watch like their life transform in front of you. And like, it feels so easy for me to do now. And like for them, it's like life changing. Like I lived that way for eight months, like stuck in this rut where I like wasn't myself and I couldn't have any time for myself. And like, I love pulling people out of that now. So every time I get a new client, I'm like so excited. I actually feel so much more joy getting a new sleep client than I do a new speech client (laughs) because like it's immediate. It's like, 
first speech, like it's amazing. It's incredible work, but like it can take years to see improvement. And this is like instant gratification and it's just awesome. So I love I it. feel that way too. I feel that way too with my sleep clients. I just love what I do because I can transform somebody's life, an entire family dynamic mm-hmm. I can change in usually two weeks or less. And yeah, it's just the greatest feeling in the world. It never gets old. I just wrapped up with a family that was in such turmoil before they started with me. They have a little three-year-old and they're just their whole family dynamic was entirely upside down. And they hired me for sleep struggles, but really it was so much bigger than that. And I just had my wrap up call earlier today and they just were profusely thanking me for teaching them how to have a better relationship with their child and how to parent in a way that feels um, just better for their entire household. And it was just like so amazing to see this transformation that happened I mean, it happened in less than 14 days. We just happened to wrap up today, but we we improved things in probably like six or seven days. And then the yeah. rest of the time was just spent being excited about how great things are, you know? And, <laughs> and how amazing is that? And, and that's where our business grows from because I know that this family will share my name with their friends who are struggling. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just, I love that I was able to have such a positive impact on their lives. It it never gets old, right? It It never never gets gets old. old. Yeah. I love it every time. This, the satisfaction I feel like when you get on that wrap up call, when you're like, and they're so happy, you just hear the difference in the mom or dad's voice also. And you're like, you made it like, this is awesome. And we help them with that. And it just feels awesome. Yeah. I think for many of us, we get into this line of work, obviously not for the money, but because we're passionate, as you said, we're passionate about sleep and healthy sleep hygiene for children. Uh, But at the end of the day, like this is our business, it's our livelihood. And, and our time is valuable. We have kids, we Mm -hmm. have some of us have other jobs, and, and we're already spread a little bit thin sometimes. Um, I'm wondering if you have any goals set for yourself, either in like the near future or down the road? Or do you just sort of take it day by day and enjoy the ride? So I in the beginning, I got really caught up in goals, like I wanted to make my husband's in finance. So he's like, you know, let's like look at this spreadsheet and see, you know, what do you want to make this year? And I got so caught up in that. Um, And I was like kind of obsessing over it. And I would be really down when I had a low month. And I just didn't, I wanted to move away more from like you said, like the, the money aspect of it. Like I'm not necessarily doing it for the money. So why am I obsessed with how much I'm making this year? Um, But I now kind of shifted gears to where, so I live in Long Island City, Queens, which is one stop out of Manhattan. So like I, you look out my window and you see the skyline. So you're like in New York City, but Long Island City is such a small town feel. Like it's basically like you're, you feel like you live in the suburbs. Um, so my recent goal um, the past few months has been just to like really become a community name. Like I don't know any other sleep consultants that live in Long Island City. Um, I feel like I'm one of the only ones. Um, and my speech, the speech practice I work at is also in Long Island City. So 
my new goal is to really become like a community neighborhood name. So like when anyone is, you know, walking around Long Island City and talking about that their kid's not sleeping or maybe their kid's not speaking, like, you know, who do you go to? Like, I want to be that person. Um, so, you know, you walk around here and like the guy at the bagel place knows your kid's names and like you always see someone when you're out. So while it's a big city, like I really want that, you know, in this little subset, this little community to be the name that everyone says. So I've been hanging my little posters at like the massage place, um, the nail salon where I know like a lot of moms go um, in my speech practice. So that's my new goal to just kind of be the name by the end of the year. Like, oh, your kid's struggling? City that sleeps. Your kid's struggling? You know, Nicole Roth. So fingers crossed. Um, I feel like I'm getting a lot of traction. Summer's kind of slow because everyone's on vacation or camp or whatever. Um, so now it's really ramping up the marketing around this area specifically. Um, I so love yeah, that. I love that. So I, and I think that's totally possible for you. And I love that you're saying by the end of the year, I think that take, we're, you know, in the summer now. So taking the second half of the year to really, uh, ramp up your connecting and marketing and just making those one-to-one connections with as many people as possible is going to be very fruitful down the road. Whenever I make a conscious decision to work on that, I always see like the fruits of my labor. It's just, you have to make the decision to actually work on it. And when you do, it always comes back around. So I think that's a great thing to be working on. Yeah, it's so true. I was I had this idea when I first started to like do these free webinars where like I would have soon to be moms or new moms and I would just kind of do like a sleep shaping webinar. Like this is what you could do like right now in this zero to eight, zero to 12 week span. Um, And I said it and I just like did it. And then I did my first one and then I did my second one and my third one. And now I like do it once or twice a month for these, you know, groups around, they're not even just from New York city, like from everywhere. Um, but it was the same thing. Like I just said, okay, like, let's just do this. And then I did it and now I love it. So yeah, like putting more flyers around and talk, getting my name out there more. I just, I say it and then I just got to go out and do it. So it feels good to get things moving for the second half of the year. Perfect. For those listening, where can they uh, connect with you? Are you? Do you have a website? Do you have social media? I have a website. I have a website, citythatsleeps.com. So city like C-I-T-Y, that sleeps, you know, because we're in the city that never sleeps apparently, but I like to sleep. So that's where that came from. Um, and I don't have social media specific to my sleep consulting. Um, but I am public, um, which is at Nicole underscore Roth, R O T H H because the other one was taken, um, where I do share some sleep tips and some reviews that I've gotten from families. So you can follow me there. Perfect. Nicole, thank you for having this conversation with me today. I can't wait for everybody to hear your story. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. 
If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.